Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. You have stumbled upon a very special edition of the Holderness Family Podcast. First of all, if you're listening to this, you may notice that my microphone sounds slightly different from Kim. There is a reason for that. We are the two most competitive people on the planet, and this was the best way for us to play our What the Flock game where we weren't cheating on each other's answers. Well, I just needed a place to write that wasn't right next to Penn. Oh, same so, Same. We are winging it today. Oh, yeah. Two can play at that game. We are about to have so much fun. It will be illegal. <laughs> I mean, 10 out of 10 bird puns. We are going to be playing our new game, What the Flock? With all of you today, and thank you to everyone who emailed in wanting to play with us. We love this game. We've been playing it not only with our family, also with our team. It's been tested by the company that's helping build it. You're about to hear from the CEO of that company that helped us build the game. We're very excited. Our game, What the Flock, is available for order now. You can get it at What the Flock Game or on Amazon. Also, guys, we still have a few signed copies available, so you can get those on whattheflockgame.com. But first, before we play the game, we wanted to bring on our partner from Skylar Imagination that helped make this possible to talk behind the scenes of what goes into making a game, how to get it in the store shelves. And honestly, he had such inspiring advice. If you're looking to bring anything into the world, whether it's the silly videos like we make or a product on shelves, just how he approaches things, I don't. I just found it to be very inspiring. Peter Denby is an entrepreneur, inventor, and dedicated student of personal growth, passionate about problem solving and bringing innovative ideas to life. He's the founder of Skylar Innovations and Skylar Imagination, where he has successfully launched games like Watch Your Mouth, which is, oh God, it's a great game. You may have seen this before. It was like a viral hit where you put a, like a dental mouthpiece, like a mouth guard into your mouth and you have to try to talk. And also he put together our first game, Family Face-Off. He also co-founded the Stanton Innovation Hub, where he helps create a dynamic workspace for over 120 companies. And through Innovation Management Incorporated, he is expanding hybrid workspaces across Virginia. Welcome, P welcome, Peter. Okay, this is an audio medium for the most part. Peter has what looks like a mouth guard. I hope this is, this isn't what you normally look like, is it, Peter? Yeah, this is this is a good day. Yeah, yeah. We ju we just talked Why? about yeah. Why? what's wrong. <laughs> we just talked about watch your mouth. Watch your mouth is a board game that is based around wearing a mouth guard and trying to enunciate things, and it's just really funny to look at. How did you come up with that? What was the origin of that, Peter? So we were watching a movie called The Boss with Melissa McCarthy. And wow. early in that movie, there's a scene where she has a mouthpiece in, a traditional dental mouthpiece. She's getting her teeth whitened and she's trying to talk. And I don't know if I just have a twisted sense of humor or what, but I thought that was really funny. And then at the same time, I was, I was working on projects that really dealt with <clears throat> like Kickstarter based origins and having something that you can prototype rapidly. And I, and I saw that and I thought, you know what, that could be a game. And hmm, I wonder how quickly could I prototype this thing and get it live on Kickstarter without any expectations beyond that. And so the speed of execution was really important. One thing led to another and a, uh, uh, so a very hectic month later, and we had a, a prototype on Kickstarter. And then a ridiculous video 
where I completely made a fool of myself that that helped, I think, the process. And that combined with some really good timing kind of got things moving. And uh, it really fun. got things moving. I mean, that game, I feel like, I mean, it went viral in the game world. So tell us uh, where where that that game sort of went and ended up and where is it now? Because it's still very much active. Yeah, you know, we're very fortunate. It's still very popular and it, it brings a lot of joy to a lot of people. But in so that that Kickstarter process started in mid to late 20, <clears throat> no, early 2016. It went viral. We shipped our first products late 2016. And I th- yeah, I think that's the right timeline. And then short story is in at the over the course of a year, it went from a Kickstarter campaign to the third best-selling game of all games in the country in a year, which was wild and quite quite a ride to keep up with as far as production and logistics and truckloads of games in the back of my F one hundred and fifty going to the post office at ten p.m. But it was a, it was a, a a a very fun journey, a very challenging journey, something we're very grateful for. And then the project for the next several years was really just focused on that game and how do we sustain it? How do we ensure that the customer experience is still very positive? Can we expand it? And where do we take it from there? This is our second game you've worked with us on. The first game, we had this baked idea, Family Face-Off, which we love and adore. And that's a game that, you know, We'd sat around a table and came up with years ago, kind of reformatted into a card game and and kind of then brought it to you sort of baked to help us because we really don't know anything about getting a game into store and into people's hands. But this one, it was much more collaborative. But mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody's listening out there and they have a great idea for a game, because we hear from people all the time, what is, you know, what is typical for game development? It sounds like your watch of mouth went. It was you sitting on a couch and a month later you were on Kickstarter. That seems pretty atypical. Mm-hmm. Like tell tell us usually how long it takes. Like what's the typical process like? Yeah, you bet. Well, everything starts with the idea. And that idea can be fully fleshed out, but typically it's just an idea. Maybe it's the idea for the hook, maybe it's an idea for some of the mechanics. And the the first thing you have to do is prototype that. Okay, well, let's just sit across from one another and and try this thing. Does that bring joy? Does that bring laughter? Does it bring whatever emotion you're seeking? And from there, the the process just starts. Be prepared that the actual game is just a small part of the adventure. So even though you have the game developed and it's wonderful and it's a lot of fun, <clears throat> that's that's a that's just a piece of what what makes it successful. So just be mentally and emotionally prepared for that. So you've come up with your game, you've put it together. We test it with a lot of people. We have a, a network of group, network of friends and family that we test with that we can trust. And we look for a lot of things. How quickly did they get playing? Did they how quickly were they smiling? What questions did they have? And we test a lot early in the process. So it made we probably don't even have a box at this point. We have handwritten cards and whatever it might be, and we test it out to see what the reception is. Do your market research, make sure that game doesn't basically exist out there in a slightly different format. Uh, and if it did, if it does, what's your hook? What makes it different? And can you stand out enough? Know your customer really well. Picture where they're going to sit in the room. What are they going to be talking about? Who, who are they? What's their personality? And make sure you're targeting to that. 
If it's your first game, I really, really recommend keeping it simple and try to move fast. A lot of folks we see make the mistake of really overcomplicating their idea because they're in love with their idea and they, they fully understand it because it's been developed in their head. And so they're like, well, here's this thing, but then we could do this and then we could add this thing and we could add this thing. And it turns into something that's really hard to explain on a piece of paper to someone that's never had it. And also the more complex it is, the harder it is to market, the harder it is to manufacture. So if you can keep it simple, you're going to do yourself a lot of favors. You're going to set yourself up for for success there. One of the reasons why working with you is so great is because I think that we, we fancy ourselves creative people. But there's a whole world we don't know about. I oh, mean, yeah. down, yeah, down to like we have no idea. We we shop at Target, but I don't mm-hmm. know how to get a game inside of Target. Mm-hmm. Sure. And sure. down to like we really wanted the box of this latest game, What the Flock. We wanted this box to be blue because right. we like blue and blue is pretty. And then you went to the store and you took a picture of the game shelf, and we saw, oh my gosh, there's a lot of blue boxes there. So we right. decided. It should be green. Right. So, I mean, it's just little things like that. So, okay. So people, they think they have an idea for a game. They've tested it with their friends and neighbors. Yep. They may, may even have a great partner. I had no idea how long retail takes. I it's mean, insane. It's yeah. insane. So just as an example, yeah, retail can be, the, the timelines with retail can get a little frustrating and be a little unexpected. You're, from the time you start talking to mass retail, you're looking at at least a year before it would actually be in store. So we're early 2024 here. We're right now we're talking to mass retail about what's happening in their stores in early to mid 2025. And do we, you know, how do we, how do we bolster the, our opportunity to be represented in their stores in that amount of time frame? And so that's where opportunities like Amazon are really great. So you can, you and individuals can set up a seller central account and be on Amazon much faster. It's not without its challenges and you have cold start problems and all that, but, but yeah, the, the timelines are, are wild. And then factories get backed up and then you have to account for shipping times and warehousing times and fulfillment times. And it's, it's a lot to keep track of, but that's, again, that's where I think emphasizing the importance of the partnerships is really important because like your, your crew is so much fun. You guys are so much fun to work with. You're so creative you have wonderful ideas, you have an eye for detail, and that's what you should be working on. You should be having fun with this project. Like, hey, what about the name What the Flock? Oh, that's really fun. How could we how can we make this into a hook and whatever? And then back on our team, you know, behind closed doors, we're the ones sweating all the, you know, the timelines and how do we how does this all fit in? And that's just that's the way I prefer to to partner with folks and and bring something like that to life. Some of the interesting things that have come across to us that we've learned as the people who are the creatives is we can come up with the best idea of a game in the history of the universe. But if it's too complicated to your point, not just gameplay wise, but part wise, it can be really difficult to sell because there is a certain weight that you've got to have if you want to ship a board game out. There is a certain amount of products that you can put in a box. There are certain products that cost more than other products. Mm -hmm. And if you want to just give this gift to people in the world and lose money on it, you could make a game that has a lot of those crazy things. But thank goodness we have people like Peter to explain this to us and help us find creative ways around it because that's a real part of, of designing a game. 
Yeah, it is. It's an unfortunate limitation, but with limitations also come creativity. And so I think a lot of the solutions that we've arrived at collectively with your team are are great solutions that just required us to think outside the box a little bit more at times. Let's back up for a second, Peter. You are an entrepreneur at heart. You you are spinning a lot of plates. Can you tell us, did you always want to be a part of designing and making games or do you just like making cool crap? I really like making cool stuff. I really do. I like making things that bring people joy and that have the opportunity to scale. I really like physical products and I like making, being a part of a team that's making our, our mark on this world. And that's, that's really what drives me. And so finding folks such as your team that has such creativity and talent, it's been so much fun to collectively make our mark and bring joy and do it in such a way that we're bucking the trend a little bit and and we're having some fun and yeah i and and i like working really hard so it's just kind of part of my dna we are bucking the trend a little bit because i think a lot of the not all but a lot of the games on the shelves right now are sort of made by a few big companies in a lot of boardrooms mm-hmm. and they're wonderful and creative and our family loves to play them. And it's like no hate at all, but we are sort of the David to the Goliath in, in this. And we are sort of making a mark. I mean, there is, you know, it is hard to convince targets and Walmarts and other stores to carry a game because we are so small. It's like yeah, I know it's people insane. are listening to this yeah. and are like, Oh, these people, they were on a game show. This is easy. Like, no, we we have to really actively convince people that it's a good idea to buy our game. Yeah. Still. Oh yeah. yeah. And and I've enjoyed just kind of becoming friends with you guys. It's it's really fun to get on a call and just kind of hear hear what's going on and oh, I'm traveling here. And and then when we're working on games, having that that foundational trust and friendship makes a lot of these sometimes difficult conversations around games better because we both know that we're coming from the heart. We're both coming from wanting the best for this thing. And it's not like a transactional relationship. When I, when we set out on this, it was really important to me that this wasn't a traditional transactional influencer term as a term type of relationship. And I've been so honored to feel like, Hey, this is something that's more than just, a box on a shelf. And it's something where we've helped you guys bring something to life that you've dreamed of. It's absolutely helped us bring something to life that we've dreamed of. I don't know. Just, I think I think that's that's high level, what I've learned. Well, it's always uncomfortable when people say nice things about us. So I actually have one more question. <laughs> Do you have some, I mean, I always love people. I always love to leave people with, you know, some action items, you know, and it's not just you know, if people have a product they want to bring into the world. Yeah. What are some, th- if you have top three things or just a couple things to consider when developing, not just a game, but just, you know, a product, product sure, something they want sure. to bring into the world. Finding the right partners is really important. If you, if you go as this rugged individualist and doing it alone, it's just going to lead to a lot of tears and frustration. Go at this with a philosophy of abundance where you'd rather have a part of something big as opposed to all of something small. And I think it's really going to benefit you. Do what you do well. 
and let the partners do what they do well. And, and it'll make the entire experience much better. The toy and games industry, as an example, is a surprisingly ruthless industry, <laughs> something that really shocked me. And so finding the right partners within our industry has been really important so that we can uh, find the people that we trust that can help deliver the things that we're dreaming about. On the actual physical product side, be really empathic. Really understand your customer. Put yourself in their shoes, in their chair, in their environment. Figure out what's on their mind. Why would they pick this product up in the store versus another product? What are they seeking? Like, what's the question behind the question as to why they would grab this thing? And then solve that problem for them kind of from the heart. Like, really just, it's not, the more you can care about your customer, the, the, the better you're going to do. And then whatever that product is, really find your hook and lean into it. And it doesn't have to be the same hook for every product in the, in the, in your line, but find that hook with, is it building a bird with a funny titled game? Is it sticking a ridiculous dental appliance in your mouth? Whatever it is, own it. The way, the way I see you guys kind of own the hook of your videos and just like you're all in with with your videos is is as is an example that's really really fun so i don't know those are three that come to mind that i think i wish i would have known sooner i love that i want to that's pretty probably too long to put on a t-shirt but we probably need to post it somewhere in our house because whether it's a video you're posting on an internet or um, a store you're trying to open, if you can do it from the heart, yeah. I think that no matter the success, I mean, because we've put things out into the world that have not done well on like the traditional, like, bit, like no business person is going to look at it and say like, wow, that was a huge success, but we've loved it. Yeah. And it's helped people. And, you know, we have this book coming out, which it's, that's mostly exciting. Penned, but it's ADHD is awesome. And is the work he's done on this is just like an act of love and service. And it is so inspiring. And books traditionally are not like, again, like a financial analyst is not going to look at us at the end of the year and say like, wow, you spent a lot of time on this. What a great investment. But I think the way Penn is entering this is if it can help one family, mm, it's sure. success. But so, what's, you know, what's your currency? Currency doesn't have to be dollars. It can be so many, you can define it so many other ways. And so doing the things that, that light you up and, and feed your currency is that's, that makes you get out of bed and looking yourself positively in the, in the mirror. I mean, current actual currency helps. Don't get me wrong. Actual but... currency is very, very important. It, t- it turns out it takes, <laughs> takes a lot of that to produce a lot of games, but yes, but, but yes. it, it, it is, I think that if we can, our goal with this game with what the flock and with family face off and right. with like everything we put out into the universe, every video we create, I think the success will come right. If, it, if your intention is clear. And I like to think that our intention is very clear that we just want to bring families together. We want to help families. We want people right. to laugh. I think it's Viktor Frankl that says with a strong enough, why you can endure anyhow. And so like getting clear on that, why Simon Sinek is also very, very focused on starting with why. And so getting clear on that, why I guess is the, another way of putting that thing, you know, why are you doing this? Uh, but, you know, we're, we're doing this because we want to bring joy. We, I, I will not put a game out that I think is not good. <laughs> it's that's a yeah. waste of everyone's effort, including 
being in, having empathy for the customer that's buying it because I don't want them to buy it only to be disappointed. That's not going to benefit the world. I want them to buy it and can't believe how much fun this is. And they want to replay it again and again. And they want to have this family over and these kids and then their kids want to have play it with this family. You know, that's that's how you get mileage and that's how you bring value to the world. Well, that is the hope. And we want to thank you for all of your guidance with us in putting this together, your leadership in all of the manufacturing and figuring out the minutia and getting it, getting it out the door. The next step, we are about to test this game on some live listeners. Okay. <laughs> so we are, Kim and I are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have people from all over the country. They're going to play What the Flock with us over this Zoom call. We're going to see how everyone does. We're going to see how well they like the game, how easily they can uh, pick it up. If they don't like it, we will scrap this entire podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I well, feel like they're going to like it. I also just want to say real quick that it takes a, it takes a team. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the three of us that are on this podcast, but behind me is an incredible team. Behind you guys is an incredible team, and it's how our teams have come together that have really made this happen. And, you know, so definite props to them. Uh, yeah, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> it took way more than the three faces here. So yeah. absolutely. Well, good well, luck with the you. product testing. I, I look forward to seeing how it goes. Yes. Well, thank you, Peter. Thank, thank you. you all. I really it's appreciate been an honor. this. And we appreciate your guidance and, and all of this. It's a, it's a, it's sometimes it feels really lonely out there. So it's good to have your friendship and your guidance. So Same. Thank you. Absolutely. Looking, looking forward to a lot more. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Penn, I feel like you've been crushing it with your like health goals lately. Well, thank I'm, you. I'm really proud of you. I, you know what? It has gotten easier the more I've stuck to it. But I do feel like in January, you hear all about this new year, new you stuff. I don't really want to be a new me. So new year, same you? Is that okay? Yeah. Let's do that then, right? I never understood why on New Year's we get obsessed with how to change ourselves. Exactly. I mean, we should just be expanding on what we're already doing right. Therapy can help you find what you're good at and ditch those extreme resolutions. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Holderness today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Holderness. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Penn, you know I'm always looking for a snack that's both nutritious and tasty. Both a little snacky, yes. Uh, but of course, the healthy stuff tastes like sand, and the stuff that tastes good isn't healthy, right? Not IQ Bar. Their plant protein bars are a quick, low-carb option that I love to grab for my midday slump. So start each day right with IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. Get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors. And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping. Just text Holderness to 64000, which is 64000. All IQ Bar products are entirely free from gluten, dairy, soy, GMO, 
bows, and artificial sweeteners. Plus, they're packed with high-quality ingredients to keep you physically and mentally fit. And they have a bunch of delicious flavors like chocolate sea salt, which is my favorite, peanut butter chip, and wild blueberry. Don't forget over 10,000 five-star reviews and counting. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix Sticks, and four IQ Joe Sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products, plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text HOLDERNESS to 64000. Get your discount. Text HOLDERNESS to 64000. That's HOLDERNESS to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. This show is sponsored by Care Of. Pen. The birds are singing. Mm-hmm. The the buds are on the tree. Yes. Winter is finally turning into spring. Yeah, you're a big fan of the spring. And you know, I also love the sun finally coming out from hiding. And you know me. The cold weather just wreaks havoc on my skin, my energy levels, everything. And that is why you've... Kim, you've been trying the Care Of Vitamin Packs? Yep, they have these daily packs that you can take on the go, like ceramides, which help reinforce your skin's protective barrier, and iron for energy levels. Yeah, it's awesome because all you do to get started is take a short online quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals, and Care Of will give you doctor-backed recommendations. And they ship high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. And something new at Care Of, if you're not yet ready to subscribe to monthly packs, some of their best-selling vitamins are now also available in bottles. For 50% off your first Care Of subscription order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code HOLDERNESS50. That's 50% off your first Care Of subscription order at TakeCareOf.com and use code HOLDERNESS50. Okay, so thanks so much, Peter. We are now about to try something really fun. We are going to play this game live with our friends from all over the world. We'll explain that in a little bit, but here's how the game works, okay? In the game, you want to be the first to assemble your bird through different word challenges. And again, your bird, you're pulling out bird parts. It sounds a little strange, but through a, a deck of cards, you're assigning, you know, you're assembling a wing, a head, a legs. But because we are playing this on a podcast, we're just going to be playing the word games. That's right. And there are some really fun action cards along with the word cards. They're all in the deck and we'll be using those throughout. Okay. First, if you were playing this game in a traditional way, you would roll the die to determine the categories. So we're just going to go down the line. So if you roll a one, you would play the rhyme category. So let's bring on our first guest. Let's welcome Welcome. Shannon from Ontario and her dog. (laughs) Hi. Hi, Hi, Shannon. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to see you now. Is Is that your puppy outside the door? Yep. It's our golden retriever. Oh, you have a golden retriever. We have a very lazy one. Is your golden retriever very lazy as well? No, he's not very lazy. And he's apparently reactive today. So, (laughs) Well, so tell us now, do you love to play games? Like what's your game history? Tell us about you. Yeah, we played a lot of games growing up. I've got friends that play a lot of games and my husband's not as much of a game guy. So we tend to not as much now, but the kids are into it. We're into it. There's certain games I'm not allowed to play. Monopoly. Is it because Ooh. you're too competitive? I flip boards. Okay. So yeah. Flip boards, tears. Okay. We're going to see how you react to what the flock. So in the chat, Sam or Anne Marie is going to tell us the word and we have 60 seconds. Okay. And now this is the rhyming category. We have to rhyme with the word. Right. 
And go. Okay, here we go. And time. Time. <laughs> okay, and then through podcast magic, we have edited out that really, it seems like a really long minute. We're going to let Shannon go first. Right, and so Shannon, if, if we have... Have, if we have this word on our list, we all have to cross it off. If no one else has it, you can circle it, and that's a point for you. Okay. Light. L-I-G-H-T, I've got light. Might. Okay, got it. Yeah, I've got that one. Bite. I have bite. Fight. Yeah, I fight. Okay. Height. I've got height. Height. Kite. I do not have kite. I don't have kite. Oh, I get one. Night, as in it's nighttime. I do have night. What about night as in with the sword? No. Ooh, no, I do okay. not. And then I have white. I do not have white. So I'm such a nerd. I have white like the white walkers, but I don't have the, the color white. That's all I got. So how many is that? Three. <laughs> three, okay. That's actually not as bad in total as you think because now Kim That's and I, good. our list has gotten much smaller. Okay. Might, M-I-T-E, like as in small. I've got that. Lucite? No. <laughs> that's good. Eriodite? Oh, God. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so I have two. Some of mine are questionable. Is white like the White Walker? Is that just something from Game of Thrones and that doesn't count? W-I-G-H-T. I have no idea if it's a word or not. I just remember they were like the bad guys <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Okay. It's a person... Of specified kind, especially regarded as unfortunate. That is a word. Oh my gosh. And- That's incredible. Smite. And I've got pyrite. What? Which is like fool's gold. Shannon knows this. I um, do actually. Yeah. A thinking putty full of it right in front of me. And so I just need one more. And I said this. Did anyone else say blight? Like the, Ugh. like a plague? No. Okay. No. So Kim Ken is not- won Kim this <laughs> round. <laughs> So here's what happens, Shannon. If we had a card, there's this card called Cross Out Crow. You could you could cross out one of his, and then you guys would tie and both get a card. But we thank you for playing, Shannon. This is just one of the categories in which this is honestly the hardest category to play against Penn. Yeah. Because he rhymes for a living. That is true. Well, thank you very much for coming on and playing this. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, I like walking the dog, listening to you guys. I kind of miss like the different opening theme song every single episode. <laughs> I also miss the challenges. Like there was, you guys went for a bunch of weeks where we were challenging Penn and then that stopped. Yeah. Okay. So, well, thank you. Cause I actually enjoyed that as well. I also <laughs> miss you telling Karen to bump it up on the, the treadmill. Oh, remember that? Yes, I do. We've got a Karen coming in next actually. Oh, well, Shannon, I could talk to you forever. Thank you. Bye guys. Thank Bye. you. Hi, Karen. Hello. How are you guys? Karen has a better audio setup than we do. This is amazing. COVID caused musicians to go all out, I guess. Okay, wait a minute. So Karen's joining us from Florida. (laughs) Tell us where from Florida and tell me more about your musical uh, background. Uh, I'm from Central Florida, Winter Springs area. So I've been singing and dancing essentially since I was really little can't remember it i teach mostly voice conducting a little bit of piano i had my undergrad here at rollins and went to unc greensboro right down the road from y'all for my master's and then came back because we're theme park and beach junkies (laughs) well i love it well thank you very much for being willing to play this silly game so to set you up here karen 
the point of this game is you're building a bird, you're drawing cards after you play a series of word games. In real life, we would roll the die and the category would be what we're about to play. Let's say you roll a two. And the second category is scramble. So if the category is scramble, it's how many words you can find using letters inside the prompt word. So we would draw a card and say, for example, the word is feather. You would have, you could make her or rate or the eat and feet. So you can, you have one minute to find as many words. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. yeah Got it. Okay. So yeah. our producers, so that um, nobody's cheating. I'm looking at pen. Just kidding. Just kidding. Our producer is going to put the word. We haven't seen the word. Oh, the word is celebrate. Okay. And we have one minute that's a, that's a big word. to come up with as many words. Okay. And go. And stop. Now here, Karen, we might've brought in a ringer here. Like, do, are you good with crosswords, wordles? Do you do stuff like that in the mornings? Oh, not. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> No, I don't have time for that. Well, you were writing, you were writing ferociously. I was trying to, yeah. I was also crossing out a lot of okay. things that I kept repeating <laughs> over I and over. Too. I did that too. <laughs> okay, Karen, you're the guest. So why don't you read your list? And here's the deal. If, if, if you say a word and I have it on my list, I have to cross it out and neither one of us gets the point. If you have unique words, you get the point. So Karen, one of the fun action cards you can draw, and we're going to pretend I have drawn this, it's called the Swappy Swan. And so you can change before you read the list, you can change list with somebody. And I could just tell that Penn was ferociously writing oh, over man. there. So I take his list and then he takes mine. That's not cool, honey. I know. I felt like I had a pretty I good list. This. Okay. So yes. I that is one of the action words, action cards in the game. There's a couple of other ones, but yes. So now my list it's is one hers. of my favorite ones. And usually when she does this to me, she gives me a crap list because she like knows she's going to use the card. I do. Okay. okay. But Karen, you're our guest. You go first. Do you want me to cross and out I for your list? Yes. Okay. I got gotcha. you. So the first word on my list was bra. And of course, because yeah, I said, yep, that was the first on mine too. Sorry. <laughs> so we crossed that yeah. out. All right. Rate. I don't have rate. Bet. How do I not have bet? I don't have bet. Eight. I do have eight. Rat. Oh, I don't have rat. Trace. That's a really good one. I don't. I do not have trace. Lab. We don't have any cross crossing over words. I don't have lab. Eat. I do not have eat. Tar. I don't have tar. At. I do have at. And my last one was brace. I don't have brace. Wow. Karen. <laughs> yes, lay. Okay. What do I have, Pen? Kim, you have tear or tear. You have bear. You have bear, like bear yeah. and bear naked with only a bra. You have uh, label. Ooh. No, hey. hold on. You no, it doesn't because there's only one L. Yep, you're right. I'm crossing it out. Sorry. Did anyone get A? No. <laughs> <laughs> So Anne-Marie, she plays our Midwest neighbor. She plays this game with us. She gets furious with me when I put A down. She's like, that's not a word. And it's it's a word. It's a word. I have brat. I have bleat like a lamb. The bleat is Clarice, the bleating of the lambs. B-L-E-A-T. Oh, and did you say R like A-R-E? No, I did not. I said tar. Okay, I've got R. So that's it. That's all I've got. 
So, Karen, how many do you have? Eight. Oh, my God. I have seven. Karen, okay, well, Karen is okay, in the Karen lead. Won, but you want to read my, I'll read my list that I've traded with you, Penn. Uh, okay, I'm really excited because I bet you, you got a great list for me. What do you have? Eat, which is a word. She has eat, so cross out eat. <laughs> yeah, I know, just cross it. But I did eat, which huh? cross that out. Huh? My. My's, my doesn't work. Farts. So you wrote eat my yeah, farts. So, so basically he got yeah. none. So <laughs> I was just trying to get him to lose. I feel like you so should put that, can you put that list up so we can see it? Yeah. Oh, great. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Karen. <laughs> Karen, for the win. Well done. Way to start the well morning. done. Congrats. You won that round. So in the game, you get to pull from the deck and you won that round. And it is hard to kick Penn's butt in this game. So I'm really proud of you. Well, you swapped with me. So she kicked your butt, honey. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true, Karen. Thank you for bringing joy to everyone and especially our families, too. We, we really appreciate everything that you guys do. And I'm excited for the game. Well, I really thank you for being patient with us and you did a beautiful job. So thank you, Karen. Thank you guys. Jason. Mo. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to see you. Thank you for being here. Well, this is so surreal. Thank you. <laughs> Jason, where are you joining us from? I am from St. John, New Brunswick in Canada. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Jason, welcome us. Jason is our third contestant on What the Flock. You're from New Brunswick, Canada, and you have a musical stand behind you. I'm very curious about where exactly you are. I'm a teacher. I use that as a to get my all my students' attendance. <laughs> are you oh, in class right now? Teach? I, I teach grade eight English. Oh, we're about to get our butts kicked, Pen. <laughs> we're bringing an a grade eight English teacher into yeah. a word game battle. Oof. If I may, Jason, you appear to have a whiteboard next to you and you have uh, something that you're teaching from. Are you in your classroom right now? I am. I'm at my lunch period right now. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll go fast. Yeah, it's go. okay. I still got, I still got a half hour. <laughs> I love this. Okay. So Jason, we're moving on to our third category, which Kim, it is called first three. Okay. So Jason, just to set the scene here, this is when you see how many other words you can make with the first three letters of the prompt word. Okay. All right. So okay. for example, if you want to just do a quick example, let's say feather is the word. So the first three letters of the feather, what I would, I would write down F E A at the top. And right. So that could be feature that could be feet, but it also could be defeat. Right. Okay. Because it just has, yeah, to, and it has to be in, in that order. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This F E A has to appear somewhere in right. the word. But what I do for this, honestly, you ignore the rest of the word and you just write down those first three letters at the top of right. your page and then you go nuts. And we're going to have one minute. Okay. So I need to write as many words as I can. Yes. And then yep. at, at the end, we're going to find out how many unique words each of us has. So if you and I have the same word, we have to cross it out. If you have right. it and no one else has it, you circle it and you get a point. Oh, this sounds good. Okay. 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 Sam's going to, okay. Sam has told us the word is leave. So the first three are L-E-A and she's going to time us and go. Okay. Time is up. Okay. My brain on that round officially exited my body. <laughs> so Jason's our guest. Should we let him go first? Yes. Okay. All right. I, I have six words. Awesome. All right. I got lead. I have that. Okay, I don't have it. I have leader. Ooh, did well, that's not smart. I don't that. have leader. Uh, I got leer. I oh, have like, leer. Oh, you have leer? Uh, clear. Oh, that's smart. Do not have clear. Yeah. Clearly. 
Oh, see, now he's... So listen, Jason's doing something very smart. Very, very smart. Because once you're on a word, you can do all the different parts of a word. So clearly is good. Yep. Yes. And I got leery. Do not have that word, Jason. No more English teachers allowed. Okay, so how many do you have that are unique there? You have four? Four, Four, okay. Okay, Penn. Bleat. I did this in the last one. No. So that I could do my Anthony Hopkins impression. Let's hear it. Still hearing the bleating of the lambs, Clarice. Gross. I ate her kidney with some... (laughs) Okay, sorry. My my brain did short circuit a bit, but before I did, I got cleat. No. I got leaded. No. Like unleaded, right? And I got cleaver. No. Which is something that one would cut with. Okay. So that's four. Okay. The only unique words here I have are leaf. Okay. Leap. I don't have leap. And lean. Oh, oh my God. How okay, do I not so, have that? Okay. But I have a card here. It's called like the cross out crow. And so basically I can pick a person and you'd have to cross out one of your things. So right now, Jason and Penn are tied. Oh, so but you get I to decide who wins? Well, don't do, yes. don't use that. So on, I I get I cross out one of pens, oh, and so suck. Jason wins, and yeah. so then Jason oh wins gosh. the round. Oh. you know what? I'm and not that's happy, basically yeah. when I see Penn getting like a little too far ahead, I just <laughs> target him. So sounds like a good game. I I think my family will enjoy this. Well, yeah. So there's all different series of word games, and it it is it is a, a lot of fun to play in person. And we're figuring out how to play it over Zoom. But I how long have you been a teacher? <laughs> oh, oh, it would be a good classroom game. How long have you been a teacher, Jason? Over six years. Well, well, we love teachers. My mom was an English teacher, so okay. soft spot in my heart for an English teacher. As was mine. History, history's my field, but I also teach English, so. Well, listen, Jason, we're going to make sure and get one of these games sent to you so you can enjoy oh, it. You can perfect. try to play thank with you. your kids. And again, thank you so much for playing along and congratulations on the victory. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you. Thank it's you. good to see your face and tell, tell all those kids in your classroom we said, hey. I will. Thank you very much. Okay. It is time for our fourth category and our final guest. Please welcome Andrea. Hello, Andrea. How are you? Hi. Where are you joining us from? I'm from Kingsville, Ontario, which is Canada. So, oh, oh my gosh, you are our third, third Canadian Canadian yeah. player. No I and also I think it's appropriate you're our third Canadian player today, but you're our fourth category, and you have four children. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so now we're gonna play a game. We've heard a yeah. hack, and now we're gonna play a game. Pen, do you want to explain the rules for this category? Yes, it is time for wing it. Okay, so okay. you're going to be given a prompt word. Okay, Andrea, we're gonna find out how many things we can find that start with the letters in the prompt word. So whoever rolls this category, let's say the word is feather. I'm gonna say, ooh, I want animals, which means it could okay. be any animal that starts with an F, an E, an A, a T. Any of those, so like falcon okay. rooks, ferret, but also eagle or tarantula. So my daughter did this category and she said, I want to do Taylor Swift songs that start with this. And she got all of them and I got none of them yeah. and she won the round. So <laughs> listen now, Andrea, you are able to pick whatever you want that thing whatever to be. Whatever category. Yes. Okay, so category, uh, let's pick, is food too generic? No, food. Okay, food, I love it. I love it. Okay, so Sam is going to give us the word, and Sam, the word is 
Pearl. And we have one minute. Pearl? Okay. Pearl. And time. Those are hard letters for food. I know. How many e-foods are there? Like, You're our guest, Andrea, so you go first. Okay, I have raisin. I do not have raisin. Peaches. Do not have peaches. Lime. Okay. Pistachio. No pistachio. Apple. I have apple. And then eggs. No eggs. That's all you. Apricot. No apricot. So how many unique words did you get there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I have six. Uh, counts. Yeah, Thank okay. You. I have <laughs> pasta. Ooh, that's good. Eel? Ah, it's one of my Ooh. favorite foods. Uh, linguine, oh. radish, peanut, radicchio. Ooh, look at you. Yes. So I think I also had six. This is very interesting, okay, because we have two people with six. Okay. And one thing you don't know in this game is a tie. Both people. We win. all win. Yeah. Because the way that it works in the game is you get to draw a card. If I get six, which I, I have six on my list as well, we could have a three-way tie. However, I'm not sure if you're going to accept one of my answers. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. I've got pizza. Okay. I've got pepperoni. Okay. Yeah. I've got pastrami. I've got panini. <laughs> Ooh. I, I've got parmigiana. Okay. <laughs> and the sixth one I have is pearl couscous. Because couscous. Oh, because the beads are like a pearl size. Well, yeah, it'd be like a well, I think, is that a brand? Hold on. This is what, when you play with pen, you really do have to have get a, on the dictionary. Because is that a brand? Or Well, mm, I don't think it, it's a brand. Is I, it worth a Google? I've, so what I'm seeing on the Google machine is that how to cook pearl couscous. Okay, I guess it. I guess it's. I, I, guess I would it's, accept it. Well, I guess we're accepting now, it. Now hang on. So I, it's I'm, not a specific recipe. Right. It's like the kind of couscous yeah. it is. Instead of it being like a grain, but, it's like a little round one. Okay, but what if I had <laughs> said large pizza? No. Okay. Mm. So pearl is a descriptor of the couscous, much like large is a descriptor of the. Or, 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 but I me, think it's a type of couscous. Oh, so, like okay. But we accepted like linguine, which is a type of noodle. That's right? true. Okay. Yes. All right. So I'm taking that one, meaning I have yes. six unique answers. Okay. Andrea has six unique answers. Kim has six unique answers. In this game, everyone's happy because you get to draw a card if you win. We all get okay. to draw a card. Nice. We Yay. all won. No like sudden death or anything like that. No or sudden no death. No. No. So, it, and the way that it works out is as you get these cards, you're trying to build a bird on the table. I love it. And there's a bunch of like kind of subversive, mean cards you can play on people to keep them from getting to where they needed to go. We didn't do that in your round. We just did straight word game. But there's a lot of, lot of pitfalls along the way, if you will. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, it was a joy to see you and all the blurred out laundry in the back. I love that. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Crafts and laundry and whatever. Crafts and laundry. Bye. 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 Okay, our fifth category is a charade-based category called Pencils Down. And to join us, a member of our team that was instrumental in creating this game, Sam Allen. Hi, Sam. What's up, guys? Can we take a second and just like, let's let's kind of give you your props. This game has has gone through quite a few iterations. You heard us talk to Peter about a lot of the, the things that you have to do to get it to where it needs to be. But the original nugget came from the brain of the person uh, directly in front of us. 
Yeah, thank you for that shout out. I really love games. And when we were like, let's make another game. I know Penn and I are both big word people. We do the New York Times crossword, the Wordle. And I was like, let's do a word game. And so basically I had just really thrown out some of these games and then through the team, like we were able to get it to where it is today, which is really, really fun. So this is one of my favorite categories. I mean, I do love word games. I do Wordle and all that stuff, but I'm a charades girl at heart. So I needed to make sure that this category was in the game. Here's how Pencils Down, which is basically charades, works in this game. It's Sam's turn. Sam rolls Pencils Down. Sam picks up a card, okay? Sam has one minute to get anybody in the group. Let's say there's six people playing this game. Someone in this group is going to guess what this is inside of a minute. If they do, Sam gets a card because you get a card when you win and the person who guesses it gets a card. So two people get the card. Now, if a minute goes by and no one guesses it, no one gets a card and we move on. The way that we're going to make this work because this is a podcast, we're just going to try this. If it doesn't work, I apologize, but I'm going to describe what Sam is doing to the, to the podcast people and Kim's going to try to guess. So this is going to seem very strange, okay. but here we go. Okay, okay. here we go. Okay, Sam, okay. she's floating. Oh, it's sparkle, 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 finger. sparkle fingers. Uh, she's doing sparkle, oh, and she's, she's running. running and staring at the ceiling. Oh. She's, she's looking at the ceiling. She looks insane. Oh, oh my God. She's, uh, oh, it's she's like, like, shut, it, get away, shoot. It looks like she's shoot asking fly. someone Don't, to leave. No, now she's no. grabbing her forehead. She's frustrated. She doesn't. Her palms are in the air. Now she's got oh. a piece of paper. She's oh. throwing a piece <laughs> no, of paper throw it away. into the air. Oh. Oh, making it rain, making it rain. It, it's, almost um. as if, it's almost as if it's soaring or floating in the air. And now, oh, she's covered her eyes. She's typing on a computer. Or she's a creepy spider. We're away. not sure which one it is. Now she's now she's oh she's creeping oh. on her arm. Oh, There's creepy a creature crawlies, like creeping a, a bug up the arm. arm. Bed bugs. Yes. Now Gosh. she's frustrated. She's oh no. She's she's got her palms to her foreheads again. She's laughing hilarious. She's looking around the room as if she's lost something. Oh, now she's doing the exact same motion she did at the beginning of this. Go away. Go away! Go away! It's almost like she's telling oh, someone to show. Oh time my god! Anne Marie picked this up. word, and you know, you think she would pick a better word? Okay, what is it? Is it disperse? Scatter. Scatter. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Scatter. Scatter. Oh, okay. Well, we suck, it but you did great. I, also, it can't have been easy. You hearing all of my crap while you were doing that? <laughs> narrating it. Well, Sam. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the work you do every single day to keep this ship afloat and the work you did in this game. So Very thank sure. you. What the flock? Go get it. Woo! What the flock? We do have a how to play video that goes over all the rules and you can see the game and we'll be linking to that in the show notes. You can see how the birds are built and learn about other action cards like the vulture and the take toucan and you know this is an an experiment we're always we're always game to try new things so playing a word game over zoom with mostly people in canada has been a blast i loved meeting everybody and talking to everybody props to canada we sent this we sent this out to everyone to be clear and the people who were the most dtf which is down to flock were the people who were from canada (laughs) I think that we have so much fun when we, we have played this game with our kids. It is so hilarious. Does that translate over Zoom? I don't know, but I hope you guys are willing to give it a try. Thank you guys for 
being willing to play along with this game and just with all of the weird things we put out into the interwebs. Yeah, also, honestly, like my favorite part was just getting to know the people who were playing the game with us. Thank you for sharing your time with us. We love you. Bye. Bye.